Hello and welcome to the Video Gamer Podcast. My name is Matt Lees, talking in a strange way. And I'm joined by Simon Miller. Hello, everybody. You look, you look really miserable today, Simon. I'm a bit miserable, to be honest. Oh. Yeah, my hamstring hurts and I'm quite tired. Can, yeah, can we just point out that Simon's currently sitting on a pack of frozen peas oh, and it's, it's freaking me out. Icing my, le- me out. icing my injured muscle. You don't, it's a, it's you don't do that in front of other guys, man. I think it's fine. It's like, also, put the... Just put some trousers on. <laughs> no, why would I do that? I want to get this ice right into the muscle, deep like. Uh, I've got to say, like, it's you know, it's it's only when you've got a bag of frozen peas and a towel underneath your leg that I notice how big your legs are. Oh. I'm not very happy with my legs at the moment. I'm getting upset, but <laughs> we, don't, we don't need to talk about that. Anyway, they're intense. <laughs> uh, we're also joined, I should add, by uh, Chris Bratt. Good morning, if you're listening to this in the morning. And by David Scammer. Hello, how are you today? I'm alright, Dave. Thanks very much for asking. Is <laughs> that like a David Scammell soundboard? Like yeah. you're not actually here and we pushed your button. Hello, how are you today? Are you an Android? Uh, I am well. I don't know Let's what you're talking the Dave about. Button. <laughs> Hi, I'm David Scammell. How are you today? Yeah. I'm well, thank you. <laughs> See, oh god, he's answering. <laughs> Everyone's talking like robots. Welcome to the Robocast, yeah. sponsored by robots. <laughs> yeah, no, all good. I am normal. I'm here. Well, I say I'm normal. I'm as normal, <laughs> That's exactly I'm as, normal as I normally am. So, You're as normal as you'll ever be. Yeah. Um, nice. Fair enough. Happy yeah. Days. Good times. What have you guys been playing? I've been playing some video games. I've been playing Chief a Brent. game called. Rhymed a capsule. I think that's how you say it. Is that Rhymed it? a capsule. Just another podcast. It? Just kill it now. Rhymed a capsule. Is this an indie Rimmed game? Capsule? It's a really annoying name. Um, it, I found out it's Swedish for space capsule. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and it's like trivia. it's really kind of dumb that they called it that because it's a fun little game. But I wish they just called it space capsule. capsule. They did. What are they? I know the Swedish people. <laughs> but the problem is, I heard about that game because somebody told me about it, and then I tried to find it because it was obviously originally a mobile yeah, I phone did. game. I, I won't lie; I have had to double check the spelling a yeah, few times. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, that's basically. I don't understand these. What's it called? Rims de Rim, It's it's a Swedish word, so why it's can't not... I just call it like Blood Dragon? Skull blood. Well, because Blood Dragon's an actual game already. (laughs) Just like Death Toll. (laughs) Swedish based. Just something cool. Well, I mean, it's quite an arty game anyway, but I think. Arrow Sword. I'm not not an SEO monster, but at the same time, (laughs) there is a degree of being like. Somebody told me about it. I tried to find it on my phone. (laughs) And when you get to the App Store, you just type in the name of what you're looking for. And there's. I mean, you know, Angry Birds kind of got it right with that. Yeah. You just type in birds. What's that thing with the birds? That's that one. Whereas what's rimmed capsule, I was like, how do I spell it? I would Um, think it's some kind of sexual app. But how are you getting on with it? Yeah, rimmed capsule, rimmed capsule. It's a space space building game and you collect resources, you protect your dudes from waves of attacks and it starts out very simple, but it kind of gets, uh, the waves get progressively more difficult and happen more and more often. Mm. So you have to figure out how to build a base where everyone can get around quickly enough. That seems to be one of the biggest... Yeah. Like, that's the big problem that you That's face. the puzzle, basically. And that, it's kind of fun, but it's a puzzle game where you just solve that puzzle of being like... you Because you can only build, like, five or six different types of room. And mm-hmm. it's more that you kind of, like, you watch the way that the little people on your spaceship move around. Yeah. And the, their pathing can be a little bit frustrating Weird. Well, it's frustrating because you don't... It doesn't make a lot of sense sometimes. So when, when you build a new room, they will have to go and collect the resources from wherever they're stored and then take them to the base, which can sometimes take, you know, 20 seconds for them to do that activity, in which, in that amount of time, you may yeah, might, get attacked. Yeah. And if that happens, you, you normally need to uh, tell them to stop what they're doing and defend the base instead. So trying to find the time to actually build your base is the challenge of it. Yeah, and, and also you just have to make sure that... You kind of encourage you to go to the edge of the map where there's these big obelisks that you can research. Yeah, uh, but then the problem is, if you 
the distance they have to travel to get out there, it means you then need to be able to make sure that they have a security room nearby so they can dash in and pick up the guns and defend against the aliens. Otherwise, Yeah, and, and just building yeah. that in the first place is difficult because it, you need to get all your resources are usually in the middle of your base, at least at the start, and you need to try and get them to this outer edge. We should probably point out, actually, tricky. the whole um, the way the game works, really, is it's basically a bit like a cross between... Uh, a strategy game in Tetris. And yeah. The fact that you get these different shapes and you choose what you can choose what kind of room that shape will be, including right. corridors. Mm. But it's basically that thing of trying to be really efficient in terms of twisting around these Tetris shapes to to create a base that kind of makes sense, but also uses space and kind of pathing as efficiently as possible. Mm. It's kind of fun, but the problem I have with it is I found it. Yeah, as I say I did find it a bit difficult at first actually because I I thought I didn't realize yeah, that I, I was. I had the, even though you told me, I know what you're going to say, even because you start off with a kind of tutorial, don't you? It's, yeah. it's like, here are your objectives. So first build this room to get these resources and then build this room to do this. And then before you know it, you're actually playing the game. It feels like you're in a tutorial level, but that base that you've built, that's usually pretty rubbish, you, you've started and yeah. you don't actually, I didn't realize that until I was like, oh, wait, this is actually, this is it. if yeah. I complete all of these objectives, that's the game. Yeah. And, and that kind of annoyed me. You can, you can do that in about well in under 45 minutes is actually one of the objectives which you're not gonna be able to do unless you're doing pretty well at the game Um, yeah that's the thing is you can't really do the it's tough i don't know actually if you started the game from scratch i could probably just complete the game in 45 minutes now because i know how to do it oh yeah i think i could now but when you first start (laughs) you it's tricky and and so in total like once you get to that stage and once you've managed to complete it in that set time period there isn't really much else to the game and this this was released on um, touch devices first last year and that kind of makes sense for that because there's, there's probably like I don't know you're probably going to get like three four hours of gameplay yeah. out of it but on a PC game it always feels a little bit different uh, three to four hours feels quite short for a lot of PC games and once you've completed that objective they have added some other modes I think one of them just makes it the, the waves more difficult I think and I think the other one just takes the enemies out altogether the thing is and I, think that's yeah. a, I think that's as far as the game goes it's they not really, I think for a PC you need to flesh it out a little I think bit more. So. I think it's enough. Because, I mean, to be honest, I enjoyed it as a phone game, but it, it kind of ticked the boxes of a phone game in the fact that I got kind of really obsessed with playing it for about three or four hours, mm-hmm. and then I basically, what I assumed was me finishing the first level, yeah. and then just went, congratulations, and, and it, then showed me the credits, and I was like, what? It doesn't make that clear, really, does it? It doesn't. Because I, I felt like, oh, this... I, I felt like it was a really, really good start to the game. Yeah, precisely. that's actually it. You, you've that's done it. it. And it, it's annoying because I can imagine for, you know, you're, you've got on a handheld, you've got like a, a half an hour journey somewhere. Oh, I wonder if I can complete a game of this. That makes sense. But I, well, you, also would, the problem is because there's no variation, it is just a case of um, there's no special waves. There's no random element in terms of when the enemies come. It's just, it's very set in stone. Like yeah. the first one takes three minutes, second one takes three minutes guess, and then it gets faster and faster. But, but the piece is randomized. Or is the pieces are randomized. Yeah, but, I was going to say, I think that's the only know, variation right. really. Your base will end up looking different just because the blocks you're given will be different. But, but there's no replay value. That's the problem is once you've done it, once you've finished the game once, it's not like um, I played, I got really addicted to, uh, what's it called? Something Town. Triple Town. I mm. got really addicted to Triple Town because it would, obviously it was just, it was randomized enough that just trying to see how far I could get and, and dealing with the challenges it would give you would give it really good replay value. But after I'd beaten the game, it's like you, because the randomized shapes aren't enough to keep it different, it's just a case if you work out a strategy, a general strategy for how to do it. And once you've done that, you've solved the puzzle of the game and it's just not fun yeah, to play it, anymore. Which kind of sucks because I actually think what's there is really good. I really enjoyed it. It's a it. good proof of concept, but it's not, 
I, it's as you say, I thought I was getting to the end of the first level, and I was like, hey, this exactly, game's yeah. really cool. It, it feels I like wonder what it's going to add next time. a brilliant introduction to a game. Like, it, it, I, if, if that was the starting level, and there was, yeah. there was you know, a significant amount to follow, I'd be chuffed with it. I, th- I think that would be perfect. It's just it's, the way it's so simplistic that you kind of think, this is fun, but I'm really interested to see where this goes, mm. and how it opens up, and what they add in the next level, and the fact there isn't the next level. I don't know. I mean, I, I enjoyed it on the phone, but I got it because it was really highly reviewed everywhere. Actually, to be fair, I think whoever did it for us gave it a really high review as well on the phone. But it was critically acclaimed across the board. Yeah. And when I got my Android phone, because there's no good games on Android, because basically people go, please make it on Android. And then when it comes out on Android, everyone goes, thanks, now we're going to pirate the fuck out of it. <laughs> so developers, for reasonable reasons, yeah. aren't making games for it. Um, but because of that, I was trying to find good Android games. And all of the critically acclaimed Android games are, like, wanky as fuck. Like, I was really shocked by it, and the fact that it's just... Maybe because of the nature of... That's how people who buy phone games don't go and read them up. They just look at ratings on the store and just go, well, that's got five-star rating. (coughs) It must be good, pardon me. But all the sites reviewing games, it's just like, I I downloaded all of them. I spent about five, six quid on a couple of games, and... uh, they're all just like this. All yeah. right. They've got loads of nines and tens. People said it was amazing. It's like, have you ever played a real-time strategy game it's, before? This is, no, this is not a nine out of ten. It can, it can be a weird marketplace, though. I, I remember I used to do a, a few reviews for iOS games, and there's just <laughs> there's so many you know games ruined by microtransactions that follow it's the true. same format. And I imagine in that marketplace, it feels very, very different. And it's, it's a nice idea. I, yeah, it just... It is weird, though, because I, I almost feel like there's a, there's a specific type of ego thing going on with uh, this sort of game. Well, there's any idea of like, look, we've got a proper game. On well, not just that. I think it's more like what you play in your own room and in your own time on your own. It's just like people might like to talk about the, the cool games. Like, oh yeah, I play, I play Braid. Of course I play Braid and Fairs. But I kind of wonder if games like this, because it looks so stylish, it's so slick, the production of uh, this game, that it's almost like people like having these games on their phones so they can be sitting on a train and just be like, oh yeah, you're all playing Angry Birds, I'm playing this. And yeah. people, as if the idea of going, uh, it's, actually, it's actually Swedish for <laughs> space capsule. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you it's know actually, that. It kind of feels like almost you're, it kind of there's an element Free of it being gaming. showy and the yeah, fact yeah, that yeah. you know that there'll be people next to you going, oh, what's that? I've never seen that game before. It's not Angry Birds. It's like, no, I don't play that sort of thing. I play this. <laughs> and I wonder if that is an element of why people really? love this sort of thing. Who knows? Because Maybe as a game, really it's just not all that. Yeah. Um, Talking of that, I need your help. There's a game that I see people playing all the time on the train. It's not Candy Crush Saga. Well, is this the third person shooter? Because I've just suddenly seen it everywhere. No, 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 no. It's like a it's a puzzle game, and it's like a con- sort of circuit board, and you have different color points on this. Well, it's not a map, but it's like a grid, and you need to connect the different colored dots to each other without crossing the paths of the other colours, if you see what I mean. So there's, there's one solution per level. And everyone plays it, and I don't know where it's come from, I don't know what it's called. So I wondered if... I have no you idea, know. but somebody in the comments will yeah, know. Yeah, if somebody anyone knows, know. then please let me know, because I'd like to give it a go. It's very, it looks like a very basic game, but quite a good little puzzle game. I saw two people playing a mobile game the other day, one person on a tablet, one person on a phone. It was clearly the same game. And it was, to be fair, it was quite impressive. It was like, it was like a third-person shooter with setting like nondescript Middle Eastern land. It had really good graphics, and this guy was just playing mm. on his phone. He was rolling around behind cover, popping up, going to first-person mode and shooting people in the head. And it was, like, it was one of those things where I was watching it going, how much control have you actually got over that? Because yeah. it looks really mm. slick, but it's like you're doing that Can't with a touchscreen. Yeah. But I saw quite a lot of people playing it. Well, um, do, you, yeah. do you guys play many mobile games? No. Like, I, well, as we're talking about mobile games, sure. I want to talk about Shadow Blade. Oh, right, yeah, actually. Oh, you, yeah. last you week. Shadow Blade's fucking badass. 
everyone's got to get shadow but i think it costs 199 it's just a basic it's your basic is it um, an android but uh it's your basic kind of platformer slashy slashy hack hack game but you you know it's just it's so like when you were saying I mean, it's just so slick and it's so well done and my biggest problem with the you know all games like this is you try and do the controls it's it, like fuck it, this it's like shank like shank but on I yeah it's a bit like shank right. but better it's better okay. than shank I, I didn't really like shank but it's just the way it controls is effortless you know it's just uh, you know you hold the right side is, of the screen to run it like, right like you a virtual joystick kind of thing you can right? use the controls I use it for but I, didn't, I never need, felt the need to use it because the touchscreen controls or the swipe controls were so good. That you just, it's, it works perfectly. So how do you, how do you move around then? Is you hold the right, so you hold the touch the screen right to go right, touch the screen left to go left, swipe up to jump, uh, and you kind of just you know swipe towards a, a person to attack them and stuff. But it slowly teaches you how to segue all these things together. So there was one point where I think you know I did a double a double jumped over a platform and I threw my sword down into this guy's head and I rolled into the guy's stabbed him in his thing. It's an amazing combo. I've got the, a touch screen. I was like, it's amazing. I like I've got the image of like you think you, like you think oh man that was so cool. Did you see what I did? In reality, it's you just like swiping all over your touchpad like a it crazy person. It doesn't matter. It did what I wanted it to do, and, so, and because it works so well. well that's, to be honest, it. with touchscreen controls, that's mm. I, that's good. But that's the thing. It I, did what I wanted it to do. It did what I wanted it to do. So that to me is a victory straight away. But it must know they've achieved it because some of the platform you get in the later levels is really hard like it's not you know mobile budget stuff it's probably a sort of hardcore you know I, I died a lot of times and not because the game you know was punishing me because i wasn't good enough and i had to and i had to get better i mean it's excellent it's one of the best mobile games i've ever played it sounds was, a bit like a uh, mirror's edge on ios did you, did you uh, try that it was a bit like, like the that. control setup but it, you have more control over it right you do, you do on, Mir- on mirror's edge and, yeah. but i did enjoy the, the mirror's edge ios game but you have more control over it but it's just and the presentation is awesome like they've always put a lot of money into it and stuff and the music's great and it looks really really good but honestly download shadow blade right now one pound 99 if you don't like it so like, what two quid <laughs> <laughs> this is the last two pounds i have yeah, in well, my life that's that's half of more than half of a boots meal deal simon <laughs> well that's true it's true you know sacrifice your boots meal deal <laughs> Have a protein shake and download Shadow Blade. It, that sounds cool. I mean, there were a lot of um, touch devices try and emulate playing with a controller, doing the whole virtual. Well, I played fucking Duke Nukem Manhattan Project as well. I usually get oh, really Christ. annoyed at that because you you cover up half the screen with but your that's big the, I'm pretty sure it has about fifteen button prompts on screen. So as soon as it loads up, you look at it and you go, "Nah, fuck this!" Like unbelievable, just it buttons everywhere, or just over your HUD, and you're like, "What do you expect me to do?" Awful game, <laughs> nothing out of ten. I've got to say, I actually, I was playing um, over Christmas, I was playing Ridiculous Fishing. Have you played that? Everyone yeah. loves it. Everyone's it's really it. good. Yeah, I mean, everyone... that's the thing is, it's sort of like, yeah, everyone's already talked about it loads and everyone loves it. But uh, I realised it had come out on Android, so I bought it and played it over Christmas. And uh, it's really, really fun. Is it? It's really funny. It's yeah. very simple. It didn't take me that long to complete either. It's another one, yeah. a burner. You know, like, I played it for about <laughs> seven hours straight and then I was done. I was done, yeah. But uh, it's really funny. It's the clone of that being taken down. What, what, what ended up I happening? Ludicrous Fishing. Yeah. It wasn't cool. It I wasn't made that up. It, it was, it was <laughs> something else to do with R, but like starring Ludacris. Yeah, oh, no, <laughs> oh, that's man. a game. Come on, yeah. Ludacris, make that game. <laughs> play the shit out of it. Um, but yeah, no, I think the difficulty with mobile games and the reason I don't really play many of them because it is difficult. And um, I mean, I guess people like, uh, to be honest, there aren't a lot of people saying, why don't you talk about mobile games more often? Usually it's people saying, why don't you talk about Wii U games more often? But mobile games are obviously a huge part of the market now. Mm. But it's just so frustrating to play them as and a critic. there's so many as well, that's the thing. Yeah, but I find the, the problem is as well, is it used to be you knew where you stood. In fact, if you were paying for a game, then you were paying for a game, and that was it. Mm-hmm. If it was a free game, then you might 
be like getting really shafted really early on from microtransactions. But now the lines have just blurred so much that sometimes you get free games that pretty much like let you play for free, no sometimes worries. Sometimes you pay sometimes for Sometimes you pay for a game and then <laughs> it wants to, to fucking bleed you. Yeah. Mm. And I don't know, I'm just, it's not even about being a purist. It's like I saw these people playing this third person shooty game and it looked it's really <laughs> slick. And I was like, wow, this looks like a really impressive mobile yeah. tech and it reminded me how far things come along. But I've, it reminded me also, I'm always like, oh, that looks like kind of fun. Maybe I should try it. But then the amount, number of games I've played thinking this is really good fun, and I've invested about three hours into it. Just when I'm getting into it, suddenly the difficulty curve just goes mm. mental because it wants you to spend a bit of money. Yeah, I, I've kind of found that recently. I've been playing uh, Plants vs. Zombies 2 as my kind of... Yeah, it's the reason I haven't touched it. And I game. love Plants vs. Zombies. It, it, it doesn't make it necessarily more difficult by, at the three-hour stage. Um, it just becomes more boring because you've you've played with the same plants. Uh, the same, it's kind of a tower defense game. Or, uh, you want something to mix it up. Yeah, and th- those are usually locked behind barriers that you can open with keys that you get very rarely or you can buy them. And because of that, I just I haven't changed the the, the setup I use for so so long. And it's long. such a shame because the original Plants vs Zombies I honestly think is one of the best examples of pacing mm-hmm. in any game ever. In the fact that it's not a difficult game at all. It's not challenging really. I think I, I failed one mission once yeah. in the whole game. But it, it constantly feeds you new things to try, even if it's just like, you know, the introduction of Crazy Dave and then the introduction of the fact that he's selling stuff out the back of his car. Yeah. And it keeps surprising you and giving you yeah, interesting and, new things all the way through. And the, the maps change, so you have to do that. It's yeah. games like Candy Crush Saga and Simpsons Tattoo. The amount of money they make, no one, especially from a big publisher, is not going to try and you know, tap into that model. I think it was $170 million that EA made from Tapped Out oh, no. last yeah. quarter. Yeah. Uh, it's something like that, though, that, they, yeah. that Candy Crush makes every day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the thing. So these people look at it and they go, why on earth were we going to take our popular franchise yeah. and just, you know, reiterate on that when we can completely, you know, take on this model that we may not like it, but yeah. in general, the I mass mean, population seems to be digging it a lot. There, there, yeah. I, I don't even think, um, like, PVZ2, if you want to call it that, not really. Not really. But we're here um, now, so. Is, I, I don't think it, it's, it's definitely not the worst example of that. And like the first few Robo-Cop hours of it. Robocop iOS is the worst example great, of that. Really? One weapon costs £170. What? Pounds. That, <laughs> that's not real. <laughs> it is. You kind of feel like a lot of that stuff is how? just set up to try and screw over kids yeah. who how, they shouldn't how have How do they frame that? Stuff. Well, we figured it out. Like, so this, I can't remember what the weapon was, but it cost, you know, let's say 20,000 Robocop points or whatever. And we worked it, it was something like for 6,000 Robocop points, it cost like 70 quid. We worked it out, and the gun was 170 pounds. 169.99. That who gun would, would ever pay you. that? Who would want that weapon that much? It's a pretty good weapon. Yeah, but in a oh. game like that. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm joking, I'm not being serious. Uh, no, I, I honestly think that a lot of these things are cynically set up because people still. With the age of instant purchases, people are still aren't savvy to the fact that you have to have like parental controls on that mm. stuff. Yeah, when so you, a kid will just click. They it. hand, yeah, they hand the kid the phone. The amount of times you see news stories, I think it's got to the point now actually where it's become such a boring story that newspapers and stuff just aren't really covering it anymore. Yeah. Mm. But I think it still happens all the time of kids spending hundreds and hundreds of pounds. Well, I think that aren't there guidelines now they have to put a cap on it? I think it's £20 a day. I think they have to cap it at, I think. But how still... are you going to buy the Robocop gun? Well, yeah. <laughs> Damn it! Man, oh, that's well. ridiculous. I don't know, but that's that... stupid. I mean, it, it, I get it though. It's so easy. Even you know, even you know, at this age, I don't you get just that. I don't get one hundred and seventy no, pounds. Music. Like... I get it with music. Like every now and then, when I go and urge to listen to an album, back in the day, I probably gone. Well, I won't buy it right now. I get it. You know, in a few weeks. Now I just tip it, tap tap a button. Yeah. And there it is on my phone or on my iPod within you know a minute. That's why I love Bandcamp. Actually, I was listening recently to um, tying it back to games. Actually, was the, listening to soundtrack by oh, what's he called? One of the guys from did the Hotline Miami soundtrack. Okay. Uh, perturb- perturbator 
nice, to beta. Nice, nice. I don't know how you say it. But anyway, he's got a uh, an album on there that he's recorded that is just like, it's properly mint. It's like a cross yeah. between Hotline Miami and Robocop. <laughs> it's just like, and it even has this like, dark intro where it's like everyone knows things are bad of course they're bad they're worse than bad and it's like the dirt darty's dirt i can't speak today it's all right matt but um yeah i I was just listening to it on Bandcamp, and i'm like i'm like this and it's like it it says you can buy it five bucks i'm like done yeah like i'll give you tappings and buttons i'll give you three quid done so when you're a kid when you're a kid is even easier it's still dumb it shouldn't happen but i understand why yeah. happens yeah I just so, yeah. it's a I shame and it's really it's fr- so frustrating because you invest all this time into these games and then you realise suddenly that you hate it and you don't want to play it anymore yeah. and it's not just an investment of money it's an investment of time mm. I find especially with games like where there's an, a slight RPG element you get attached to what you're doing mm. and then you get to a certain point and realise you, you've been shafted but they've already got you by the by the balls I really resent that and it's impossible not to sound like a snob with this stuff, but actually it just makes me sad because so many people have got into gaming through these games yeah. and they, they don't understand that there are better experiences. And it's not to do with the context and it's not to do with like, you know, you shouldn't be playing that stupid kiddie gem matching game. It's more the... Oh, fun. no, I don't think anyone should be playing that kiddie gem matching game. Well, I think it's more... I hate the, Candy Crush. <laughs> I, I don't like it either, but I think it's sad because so many people, because they have, have got into gaming through these methods they think that that's just the way it is. Yeah. You're having fun for a while and then you can't have fun unless you spend some money. That's true. And they don't understand, man. It's not about the, the, the tone of the game. It's more the fact that we have had the experience of growing up with a well-crafted gameplay curve and, yeah. you know, something that is designed to, to unlock and flow for the benefit at all times of providing a good time to the player. Mm. And I think it's just yeah, that perfect curve. Like games like Resident Evil 4 that just... And Plants vs. Zombies. Super Mario World. Super Mario World. Like, all these games that, like, are classics. Ocarina in Time. Or any game that we deem to be an absolute classic, I think, just is because of that. It's because it feeds you stuff at just the right time. Yeah, exactly. Keeps you going. Keeps you interested. And all this new stuff is just based on science. It's all based on serotonin loops yep. and feedback loops. And literally, like, knowing how long they can take the piss out of you before they need to give you another shiny gold coin and a mm. nice noise. And I just think... It's, it's weirdly sterile, and I don't think it's, it creates things that are worthwhile. And I think it's sad that people don't... Because they haven't got this frame of reference, they, they just think that that's the way games that's are. Video games. And they aren't. They're better than that. I know. But that's the world, man. That's the world we live in. It's a sad place. Yeah. Onwards we go. Onwards Never we go. Back well, I've been playing, out. actually, on the topic of RPGs and handheld stuff, I've been playing Bravely Default. Nice. Because obviously Everyone you play the demo yeah, that's right. quite a lot. Yeah, I, I like it. I like it a lot. The demo is actually like not representative of the game in a have way. You, oh, have you got the full version? Yeah, I bought oh, I the full version um, yesterday. Okay, on the so how does the whole um, you know supporting your town and the social aspect of it transfer to the real game? Is that is well? That... I've only just started it, um, but obviously because I played the demo, I've taken over like twenty villages at the start, so I've already unlocked like a decent amount of yeah. the, well bits of the town, and I've only just started. The thing I don't like about the demo, in retrospect, is it's not clear about where the boundaries are. It basically just goes, hey, this is probably the fault. It's a demo. It's not like the full game. You're not going to play the main story. Yeah, I, I don't know how close it is to the, the actual game. I guess that's... Yeah, that is. that's the thing. Is It's fun, but it's simple stuff like all the job levels cap out at level four. And mm-hmm. it's like you've maxed out that job. And you know there's 24 jobs in mm-hmm. the game. And I was like, is that it? But no, in the full game, the jobs go up to level 14 before they cap. So right, it's okay. like, okay, there's loads more there. And... Also, like right from the start, it unlocks some other stuff that you can't do in the demo. The story's quite seems all right. It's got voice acting in it. Yeah, the, sure, the, the demo story is it doesn't have a story. It's, it's, there's there's a bigger monster over there, or you can kill this monster first. That's kind of that's yeah. I haven't unlocked any of the quests in the full game, but one of the things that really 
I was a bit in the demo. I was like, ah, was the fact that it kept being like, hey, go and get five bits from this monster. And it's like, really? Yeah, I don't want to do that. We're doing get five things, yeah. get ten things from killing these groups <laughs> of monsters repeatedly. Kill the boars. I'm hoping that it doesn't do that to the same degree. But actually, I, I don't know. It seems super smart. And what I love most about Bravely Default is right from the start, it goes, hey, this is how you speed up the battles. Yeah. And there's an option so you can make the battles like super fast forward. Oh, that's good, because that's always the worst thing. And then it's like, hey, press Y, and it'll automate the battles for you. Like, it'll just do the actions from last time that you entered. So it means you, you can basically just... That's pretty cool. Yeah. You can basically be like, cast a defensive spell, then attack the fuck out of the enemies. Yeah. And then you just press Y, and then it means you can just walk around, and every time a random encounter happens, it will just, in turbo speed, just automate the battles. I mean, that, 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 that's for when you're walking through an area that you've covered a lot already. Yeah. Like, that's not, I think some of the not... Tales games did that as well. I think that had an automatic yeah. system in it. But I don't know, I'm not a massive... But it's like, it's, guy, like but... it's automated and really fast. And you can even, at any point, change the battle ratio. Uh, like, which means you can basically be like, if you're walking through an area and you don't want to have any fights because the enemies are rubbish, they're low level you can just go onto the menu and just make it so you don't encounter any enemies at all. Mm. But then if you're in an area where you want to grind and you want to kind of keep getting them, you can make it 200% so you get them all the time. So it basically means it allows you to just exactly choose the ratio of how that's, often you have random encounters. That's awesome, because that's the biggest problem with JRPGs. I mean, not necessarily so now, but definitely a few years ago. Yeah. Just so many contests. I, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. It was all right at a certain point, but I feel like we've evolved a little bit and I cannot walk through this aimless village, keep going into these battles. I already did the battles. It means if you want to get somewhere, you just turn it off. Exactly, yeah. And then you get there without any fights. That's brilliant. But also it means if you find an area where you think, oh man, these guys are good, really XP and I can kill them really easily, mm. you can just set it to like double ratio and you can just grind. Even simple stuff like when you're looking for random encounters, you can be running into a wall and it will still count, which means that you can literally, I was doing this in bed the other day when my girlfriend was watching something on Netflix. And I was watching on Netflix as well, which watching watching The Walking Dead mm. while I'm just holding down sideways on the joystick, and it's just automating battles. And all I have to do is every every couple of minutes just press A button and skip the menu. Yeah, well, I, I'm I know not, you're I'm not, not sure I like that though. That's, that it's it's a bit absent. No, it isn't because and this is what I loved it when they did it in um, Final Fantasy Twelve. Is it's like you still to a degree have to like set up a system whereby yeah, you've, you're not you've obviously die. crafted the the. You know the order of the moves already. I mean, it's not as in depth as it was in Final Fantasy XII. Obviously, that was an awesome system. I, I quite like the. I mean, the actual battle system of Bravely Default is its best feature. I think. I think I, I like it. I like how the, the job classes work, and I like the brave and default. Yeah, it's, uh, it's good, and it, 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 it opens up like really interestingly in the way you can do stuff. But I guess what I'm saying is like it always gets to a point with a JRPG where you have to grind, and that's their biggest mm. fault. Is yeah. it gets to a no, point I agree. where it's, it's like, boring. Yeah. It's like, hey, now you're near the end of the game. Just go and kill monsters yeah. for about five hours yeah. I, and then you might be able to do it. In the, in the demo, I, I didn't find... We talked about this briefly uh, after Christmas. I didn't find that until the very, very end because it's like a... There's kind of like an end boss for the demo. It's like a dragon or something. And, yeah. and um, I, I'd managed to play the game at my own pace throughout the entire thing until this boss. And then suddenly I realized I needed better weapons um, because I, 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 I was really struggling with the fight. And to do that, you obviously need to you know, street Use the pass town, yeah. And... Uh, you can't unlock areas of the town unless you, you you use workers to clear buildings and what what have you, which you use street pass to get more workers. So the more people you run into, the the quicker you be able to do that. Um, and yeah, at the very end of it, I found that I had to start doing that. I did have to grind a little bit to just get the the classes set up how I liked. And up until that point, I hadn't needed to do it, and it just felt like oh, yeah, I think you're doing a lot of things differently and new. And then suddenly, yeah, that's I, think, I, I kind of feel like, and I, I haven't played enough of the the 
main game yet to work it out. But I feel like in the demo particularly, it put more emphasis on that because um, I think the thing we have to remember is demos are like quite expensive to produce. They're more expensive to produce than you'd expect. And also they are something where, generally speaking, marketing is God. Mm-hmm. And it means that developers don't really give a piss about demos that much. They just want to make sure it's not this bad. It did feel custom to an extent. It but did, it was... but it's still a marketing tool. And it felt to me that the, the Brevity Default demo gave you a very, like, a good slice. I played it for six hours. Yeah, That's a great demo. Um, but it is still very much putting the emphasis on, hey, Street Pass, if you get your friends to download the demo as well, they can help you in the battles, you can link stuff. So it kind of felt like they had put an artificial difficulty spike in the demo to encourage you yeah. to get your friends yeah, to yeah. install the demo as well. And, you know... I'm, yeah, and I'm, I'm fine with that. I just... I don't think it's I, that bad in the main it's, game, it's, is what it's, I'm saying. Yeah, I, I, I definitely want to play the main game, but I, I would like to know how how close of a representation that part of it is because that was the only bit that turned me off a little bit. I get the impression not too much because actually I've um, really started nailing the village in the single player game already. Mm. And But the thing is I've unlocked like items that I can now buy that are like really good. I can't afford them. Yeah, of course. Because yeah. it's like yeah. I, I've got a, a hat I can buy that costs a thousand gold but I've only got 500. Well, that's, and it's like, do I want to spend all my money on that's a hat? Good. That's <laughs> yes. good to be honest. Of course you do. Of course I do, yeah. yeah. At least Video it is, is capping you to an extent. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, think so. Otherwise, you would, like, because you'd play the demo, you'd be able to blitz it then. Something that you can abuse, though, is um, every time you street pass somebody who plays Bravely Default, you it can means... use their abilities, right? I never, I never did this. Well, but... you can link with friends to use their abilities. I don't quite understand how that works yet. But more, more than that is every time you street pass someone, if they play Bravely Default, it allows you to use an attack from one of their characters. Yeah. And I, I got to the first boss fight in Bravely Default, <laughs> and I just clicked on Summon, and just there's some bloke called Jim. Nice who one, I Jim. passed in London Bridge. Jim sorted you out. Cheers for that, Jim. He had a, a character that... He obviously played the game a lot. He had a character with an attack rating of 99999. <laughs> so out I just used it on one of the bosses. And it was like... I went from like doing nine damage with my dagger... So I did 8,846 yeah. damage. Surprisingly, I killed the boss in one. <laughs> probably had about 100 health. So that's kind of like... Weirdly very open to abuse. I, yeah, yes. I think... I, I imagine you'll do the same. I intentionally just... I haven't tried to use yeah, that. Yeah, I probably not. Just because, I, I, to be honest, I don't really want the social stuff in my JRPG. I, I, I don't call know. Me old I'm... fashioned in that respect, but it's old fashioned. It's weird, isn't it? Like, order the door open for a lady. <laughs> don't put your social stuff in my JRPG. <laughs> Those are the rules I live by. A man must have a code. I don't think it's the fair to. I don't think it's fair to describe it as social stuff. Though, if it was like, it's kind of though, isn't it? I, I don't know. I mean, when I say when I social mm. for me, that always means it's like a business abbreviation for social media in my mind. And so I don't really mind it if it's something where you can go online, link up with friends, and do yeah. things and and. Well, but if it was well, like mm, post this to Facebook for a bonus oh, potion yeah. or something, I'd just be like, fuck off and die. Yeah, baby. But um, it is, I mean, it is, there is a little bit of that there because, I mean, you've asked me like the other day, oh, mate, you haven't brought your 3DS in there because I could do with some more <laughs> I villages. for Street Pass, <laughs> that, mate. That, that's the social aspect. It wants, it wants you to, to ask me that so I bring in the game and we talk about Bravely Default. that's nice. That was the purpose of the demo. It's a lovely, lovely is thing. It? Yeah. Is it? It's good to talk. It's better than stabbing each Bob other. Bob Holmes taught me that. <laughs> I think it is. I think it is, is quite it, nice. Is it bringing this together? Is that bra- what yeah, bringing it together? Nice. There's also a weird system in the game that isn't a demo where basically it's like you can use these special points at any point in the battle to have, a, have an action. It like basically means that you can be about to get hit by a boss and you can just go, boom, press a button and out of nowhere just give orders to your team and basically like block. Mm. What, does it co- what does it cost you? How's that well, work? it costs SP, which is like instead of BP, which is battle points, yeah. main thing. Special, special points, points. I knew it'd be special. <laughs> anyway, the way it works is you can, there is actually microtransactions in the game. You can buy SP points with like 
yeah. spending money. But also you get SP points for every eight hours that your 3DS has been in sleep mode whilst Bravely Default is running. Right. Which is kind of awesome because mm-hmm. it means it encourages you to keep your 3DS in sleep mode which so you get, get more street so you get more street pass. I guess that's weird. So, but it also means that, like, I don't know, there's something quite cool about that. When yeah, I was plugging in my 3DS though, last yeah. night, instead of switching it off and plugging it into charge, yeah. I just left it in sleep mode. It was like, what was that game? This is not the same. This is a terrible comparison. Uh, <laughs> what was that point and click game that came out on the original DS? It was about some girl that was like a white ghost. Uh, Runaway, a turtle adventure. No. <laughs> anyway, that thing. <laughs> Is that what it was called? Well, that was, like, that was one of the first games where one of the puzzles was you had to stamp something and you had to close the DS and physically stamp it. Oh, that, uh, that was in Zelda as well. This definitely before that. This is like one of the first DS games. Because like the Zelda one. The, uh, yeah. the hotel one. Yeah, 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 but the one before that, not Dusk. Uh, the, game, the same people they did one before that, yeah. and it's that game. And I just that was I love stuff like that. I mean, it's pathetic, really, if you think about it. But it's just something nice about it. It's, it's, it's quaint, yeah. But yeah, everyone will be going nuts now. Going, it's this game. Well, good that you. Know but there was something I, I saw um, in Brave Default that kind of makes me think that's fucking awesome. Was I was uh, last night? I was meeting some friends, and I bumped into my mate Log, who is also playing Brave Default, mm. and he showed me his his game. And he's like quite near the end now. He's got yeah. all the jobs, and he's really leveling up and. He showed me something. He's like, this is what I love about this game. And he went into a battle and he just went, bump, and it just came up and said, obliterate. And then everything died. And it was an automated <laughs> oh, thing. That's something I like in life. And basically, it's, it's an ability. <laughs> yeah, it would be useful. Yeah, yeah. London Bridge Station in the morning. Yeah, fucking exactly. love it. Fuck them. Um, but it, apparently, you have to do a quest to get it and it's quite a hard quest. But then after you've got it, it's an ability you can equip that's just called obliterate. And it means whenever you start a fight with enemies that aren't bosses, it kills them. It's brilliant. Basically, like it just means game. I play this game. It means when you get to the end game, once you've unlocked this, it just means that you then you don't have to grind. That's it. Like yeah. you don't grind anymore. It means every time you fight anything, it just dies, and you if, get the experience. Yeah, if that's in the right place in the game, that makes total sense. And it's like I, I love that that it just goes. If you got to the point in the game where you don't want to grind anymore, you've you've had enough of the battle system now. Mm. Don't don't do yeah, it. Yeah, and it, <laughs> that's good. But that's good. I love the balls. Of that. Like it's it, amazing. Yeah. It's, and it is addressing a problem with that genre, isn't it? They're saying, you know, what do people dislike about JRPGs at the end game uh, you have to grind for the boss okay how do we get around that at, yeah. least, at least they're, they're thinking in that yeah. they just minimise that, that process there's so many like subtle things about it I really love already like even when you go into a new area you know when you go into a nice area in a JRPG and it goes dun, 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 and it goes to the crystal cave <laughs> and it shows you this panning shot of the crystal cave and you go ooh and then that's the only cave, time you see that panning shot I mean Final Fantasy used to do this all the time you'd see a beautiful shot of the area then it would zoom into where your character is then you have the and then that's it you never see that again yeah. simple thing when you don't touch the controls in Brady Default the camera and whatever you are area you are pans right out so you see a really nice big picture of the area you're in and then when you start moving it just pans yeah. back in yeah, nice. and it means that it, the, it, the beautiful art it really shows it off it's yeah. really nice in, in the main town as well because yeah. it, because of the way you're looking at it it's like looking at a map as it zooms yeah. out you're like oh there, there's where I need to go you start moving it zooms on your character and it, it works nicely it's smart it's lovely I'm looking forward to, to more because he, my mate Log didn't want to spoil anything for me. He was like, really wanted to talk about the game, but was like, just play it so yeah, I can yeah. talk about it. But I get the impression that it does lots of really subtle but clever things for the genre. And I'm That's pleased good. because loads of people were like, it's the best JRPG since you know, Final Fantasy VII. Mm. And uh, it might be. 
There you go. Big yeah. words from Matt Lees on the Japanese role-playing not, not game. Really, not really that big. It might be. <laughs> no, I'll just try to drum it up. Put that on the poster. Yeah, yeah. Might be good. Find out. Spend <laughs> <laughs> 40 pounds. Question mark. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Has anyone else been playing anything new? I played Tomb Raider Definitive Edition, but let's not spend too long on that. It's the same game, but it looks prettier. There you go. We can move on. Thanks, guys. Man. It's all right. I mean, Tomb Raider's a good game. It's really, really fun, but it's like... Um, it's fun in that way games have always been fun, which I know sounds ridiculous. But it does nothing new. There's nothing there that you haven't seen before, but it does it all very, very, very well. And this is Lara Croft looking... Well, that's what I felt about The Last of Us. Yeah. Last of Us is better. Yeah, that's better. That, I think that's... Well, The Last yeah. of Us has emotional punch, which I think helps it a lot, whereas Tomb Raider's story is gubbins. I mean, it's actually crap. Yeah, no, I No one that. seems to mention this. Like, the dialogue is GCSE play level dialogue. Yep. Oh. It's like, it is just like, oh, Tammy, I love you, but I'll never tell you. You find these letters, you're like, fuck off. Like, it's absolute bollocks, yeah. but no, it, I agree. it doesn't push the narrative too hard, so you don't have to really... I really got annoyed, actually, but uh, all of the editorial around um, Tomb Raider when it first launched was just banging on and on and on about how they'd done such a great job on the character and story, and I, I played it, I mean, and I was like, this is fucking dick. Lara Croft is well real I'm, to a certain degree I mean I, I, I you know the way they kick the shit out of her I actually think it's quite good it does no but it does it, it gives you some kind of connection yeah. to the character because you're like fuck you are really getting you yeah know, sorry going, about that yeah, yeah you're going through a horrible time which you know gives you a, a sense that you know it is a harrowing time time for her as well so she's okay done but I would have preferred it though if in between when you see her like in the cutscenes she doesn't just look like pretty and bruised she looks fucking deranged and feral well that's because, true they could have gone further because yeah. I think that the whole thing of her being this pretty kind of gap yard student <laughs> which she clearly is portrayed as at the yeah. start with her dickhead beats headphones and all that stuff yeah um if they'd made it more like she ends up going through hell and murdering people, but then ended up being like, is the fact they kept reverting to her going, come on, Lara, you can do this. Yeah, that and is it's like, bollocks, yeah. No, come she's on, going yeah. through hell. She's murdering people. Also, yeah. Yeah. She should be losing her fucking mind. Yeah. Like that, I, I mean, her, her first kill of another human being is quite a, a big moment in the game. Like Second one, ten, not so much. Ten seconds later. <laughs> you kill three guys, <laughs> yeah. and it actually slows, it goes against a slow-mo as well, it, it, and you shoot him in the head. It's, it's like, the, yeah, headshot. The Far Cry 3 thing there, doesn't it? Like, yeah. um, you know, oh man. This island's changing you. This, what do you mean? I've just skinned a dog's bollocks yeah. to make a wallet. <laughs> <laughs> when you find people. <laughs> when you first get the grenade launcher, that bit is well better. Oh, the emotional that bit, that's, that's probably the best bit in the game. Amazing. It's she brilliant. suddenly becomes a different person. Yeah, like, yeah I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. I was, actually, you know, I was thinking about Far Cry the other day. I hate Far Cry 3. What? I thought it was amazing for about seven hours and it's so fucking dull. It just falls into such a pattern where I'll do this, do that. I like the, I, ki- I like the killing animals. Sh- Not in a sick way, but I th- for me, the that was the fun was bit of the game, yeah, yeah. was being upgrading your stuff. But then I realised that I'd done all the upgrades. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I haven't done any of the story. Well, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. I thought the same thing. And that's when I stopped playing because I thought... Same, dude, I, th- I think we did the same thing. We, yeah. we played the, oh, upgrade how many how much ammo I can carry. I'll go skin a shark. Yeah. And that was... After I'd like... Yeah, that stuff was cool. Yeah. I just, I thought it fell into such a routine. Do you know what I think of this game? You seem to you uh, react to it quite bad. No, I agree. I think it was quite overrated. A lot of, people, a lot of places gave it 10 out of 10, which Loads I disagree with. It it's a solid 8 out of 10 for me. But um, I think We've it was... We've got an award for that. No, I think it was a good game. I mean, I finished it. I finished, saw it through to completion. Uh, um, it was the story I had the biggest problem with, and the the reason that well, it just wasn't logical, was it? The whole reason is, oh, we need to find a plane or something to escape off the island. Well, there's fucking helicopters everywhere that work. <laughs> and it, it, there's a lot of that as well. Like, and I wish they'd done more with the. Um, Sort of crazy stuff like when you've you've done yeah, drugs and things like that. Like that was really I, quite good. I think the point at which I thought actually royally fuck this game, I'm not playing it. Was the point at which you took pills and had a flashback to you in a nightclub where I you were clinking glasses of sambuca, sambuca with your friends while your friend said, 
or you said, or someone said, to my father's black card. And I just thought, fuck this game. Fuck this game. Yeah. It's like, how do they do it? How does mainstream AAA gaming keep making protagonists that are the most unlikable yeah. cunts in the world? Like, I mean, <laughs> was that kind of a point, though? Yeah. Well, they were just this kind of party mad group of people that way. were actually a little bit. That's the problem with they it. They don't it's stick like, with that, though, do they? They, it's, they? it goes from that to him being, you know, the. The action hero that's got emotions. Like I, I'm not sure. I, I like that. So like, why am I supposed to care about yeah. these people? Like it, it wants you to go and save these people. It wants you to try and get this guy off the island, and they're just a bunch of fucking jebens. Oh yeah, and it's like I don't want to save these people. <laughs> can I spoil the end of Far Cry? I don't know. Um, yeah, everyone you can. just turn down for literally like thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. This is your warning. Right. Don't. Don't, doesn't it end like if you have sex with the head of the tribe you get killed or something you get a choice don't you you get a choice what to do you either kill her or you kill your girlfriend don't you fuck me and uh, choice it's already kill her why'd you kill your girlfriend well it's, this is the whole logic thing I don't understand it at all because the whole point of the game is you're trying to save your girlfriend and then at the end of the game you're offered the choice to either save your girlfriend and go home <laughs> or or murder the shit or out stay of with this kind of mystical magical woman and have option? sex with her and then while she's having sex with you 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 ejaculate and make her pregnant and then she stabs you in the heart and it's like fuck Far Cry 3 <laughs> fuck what the fuck is that shit that's fucking ball that's video imagine that's a f- it's like when you it's like every time I try and fucking introduce people to professional wrestling oh you'll love it and then a fucking midget comes out dressed as a horse and I'm like oh don't worry not, about it just leave it it's with- not usually like this exactly it does sound like like the worst example of video games being bollocks I'm like what can we do at the end player agency Maybe we can have a bit at the end where they get to choose who they want to shag. Yeah. Does what, it seem what relevant do, to the story? What do players uh, think about uh, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Traces, sex, right? I've got it. We well, the guy this. who saves Fuck. you at the beginning and he gives you the tattoo, you know the guy I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. He then gets jealous of your relationship oh. with this woman and he turns into a bad guy. And it's just all this stuff that it's like, what the hell are you doing? I, I think that game, because when they first showed it off, it's like you were a photographer on the yeah. island and it was just you and your girlfriend being captures and you have to rescue her and that was it and then they suddenly turned it into this kind of uh, it's uh, Ubisoft they can't help themselves oh Assassin's Creed like historical simulator no it's not bollocks I think sci-fi. the core game was quite good the core gameplay and how it kind of incorporated all the Assassin's Creed elements I just wish like they that, hadn't but... done all that because to be honest I would have preferred it if it just kept it vague as being you're just a guy mm. you're on holiday with your friends and they're gone and actually as a yeah. premise it's a simple one that people can relate to imagine being on a holiday sort of it's basically like, horror type it's basically like thing. imagine the beach <laughs> imagine the film the beach yeah. but yeah. it's sort of a game with more guns in it when they start doing the flashbacks to try and paint these characters and make you care about them I don't know what frat boy fuckwits they market research that game with that said yeah I like the characters yeah you know but like my god unlikable unlikable and I didn't like the fact they made such a thing out of Vars in the pre-release stuff and then he was barely in it yeah I yeah. thought that was going to be the whole point. Well, that's it. it. The best bits of the game were the bits we're, where we're, Vars was talking to you. I thought and you were going to turn out to be Vars. in the trailers. Like, a lot, oh, a do lot a lot fight club. Mm. Yeah, that that's what I thought actually. for a long time. That would have been really good, actually, if the idea that... No, no, because they had the bit where you have death sex. That's a much a better idea. But now that we're so. spoiling it, you kill him about a third of the way through. I was going to say he dies quite quickly. Does he? he? Yeah. I didn't we, even get that far. Far Cry 3. But who cares? Crap, don't play it. To be honest, you wouldn't play it for the story. And you wouldn't play Tomb Raider for the story either. It's not... It's like Tomb Raider, I mean, the, the best thing about Tomb Raider is like the games I remember playing as a kid. 
but it obviously looks all pretty and nice because it's, it's next gen now as well. But it does all, you know, it's, it's really well paced and the platform is really good and there's a constant sense of, you know, you want to continue because you want to see what's next. It, it plays continue. its hand so way too early with a bad guy in Tomb Raider. Yes, yeah, it like, does, yeah. It, it kind of, for a split second, you're like, is this guy a bad guy or not? Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. immediately like, he's like, yes, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. A, he's a fucking <laughs> super bad guy. Yeah. It like, plays well though, doesn't it? I mean, like, I, I'm not, well, not over keen yeah, on it's story, fun. but it's, it's fun to play. It's just a really, really solid game. I just, it's one of those games everyone should just play and then you won't love it to sort of you know, it's not the greatest thing you're ever going to play, but you just think, man, it's really fun. I think it's one of really my favourites of last year. It was one of my favourites. Probably my top year. five of last yeah, year. I, I agree. I think it's a really good game. A yeah. really good game. I need to go back and play it some more. To be honest, I did. I did enjoy it. I just found the way it told the story incredibly tedious, and I thought the way no, it was like, is bollocks. Yeah. It was trying to pretend that it was doing narrative in an interesting way by just being like, "Oh, you found another cutscene on a tape on the beach." It's like, "Oh, come on." That was bollocks. And every time she fucking found like a skull in the thing, she went, "Oh, it's like fuck off." What are you doing? Get on with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, 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 good, it's good though. Like it's, it's good. It is it's good. good game, it yeah. is good. It's not, I mean, it's not like, yeah, Far Cry 3 was just a bit, I don't know. I didn't like Far Cry 3. I don't know how we got there, but I just did not like it. I don't know how it got, yeah. I did, but then it just like, it's really, i tell you a story about Far Cry 3 actually. You know the bit where you're burning the weed fields? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know it goes all squiffy. Mm-hmm. I thought my TV was broken. <laughs> <laughs> I texted my brother and said, something wrong with TV? I was just having Far Cry 3. No, it's just, you said you're just drugged up. And I was like, okay, there we go. I don't know much about this. Goodbye. I so. wish that they'd make, and this is something that I think I'd like to see in the future, is not HD remakes of games. Because mm. that HD remake of Fable Anniversary, yeah, I've seen it running. That is fucking ugly. Honestly, like, man, like, it's like they've taken any semblance of art design and art style that was in that game originally. And the original Fable is a beautiful game. Like, yeah. it looks dated, obviously, but with what they did with the tools at the time, it's beautiful. Yeah. The new version is ugly as sin. It's lost its character, I think, hasn't it? Just the art style just yeah. seems it's it's horrid, so bland. Yeah. It, looks like, it looks like a rip-off. You know? mm. It looks like one of those things made by... Yeah. What's that company that makes the iOS games that are like, just like complete rip-offs? Game of Loft. Game Loft. It looks Love like a Game Loft. Looks game, Loft game Loft are amazing. No, game, they are, because Game Loft, we're just going to break all the rules through this loophole. <laughs> it's like brilliant. Hey, Modern Combat 9. Yeah, if I can make that game. Yeah, amazing. Uh, but I'd like to see in the future them not just making HD versions, but actually like in the same way that we get director's cuts. Of, um, and actually, I think particularly apt would be in the way that you had Apocalypse Now Redux. I'd love Far Cry 2 Redux. Yeah. I'd love to see them a remade kind of Far Cry 2, basically maybe jazzed up in a better engine with some better graphics, just fix all of the stuff that made it a trudge. This, this is what I mean, well, what we said in, in our video on, on Fable pretty much. So I, one, I think the example we used was, you know, with uh, The Witcher 3 is in development at the moment yeah. and uh, the guy who's been working on the combats released that unofficial official mod to fix yeah. the combat in The Witcher 2. Like, I'd love to see that in some of these HD remakes in, in some aspects. Fix some of the problems as well whilst you're there. You may as well. Well, I just think it's a shame because it's like the mechanics of how... Um, Far Cry 3 works in terms of like taking out the outposts and stuff, moving around, killing the animals. Brilliant. But then the actual story and the reason for you playing and the interest in that, bollocks. However, like Far Cry 2, sadly, the complete opposite. Like it became such a frustrating trudge getting diamonds for weapons and having to clear out the outposts malaria. again and again and malaria pills. <laughs> oh, God, but then like the actual story <laughs> and the ideas and themes in it, brilliant. Honestly, like, genuinely brilliant. Far Cry 2. I hated it because it's too much, but I also loved it at the same time because I loved it as ambition. Like I just thought it was so—it was real. I mean, it was just like this. Yeah, is what, fucking... what a gameplay mechanic to introduce 
What? So what if the player gets malaria? It's brilliant. Like, I like you, that. Gun, I, I, do, liked I do it. as well. Your gun jammed and shit like that. It was just like, this is really, really good. But unfortunately, it wasn't executed. No. It, execu- it was just dull. It was just what? like, oh, it's such a trudge. I thought the saddest thing about Far Cry 2 is the fact that you didn't even really know what the game was about yeah. until you played it for about nine hours. It's and it was, it was one of those games that was horribly afflicted by something which is eased off now but there was that period where all games coming out were like 30 40 hours mm. because focus groups somewhere had told people that games That's need to be long yeah. for value More games but i games. get there was a time when i used to think that at the time years ago when now kids, i thought yeah. like, but now um, honestly six hours six hours is my sweet spot now, I, I, dep- I think six hours, depends on well the genre happen. doesn't it like it, i like a game that finishes in six hours if it's really narrative, do. I think yeah. six to ten hours is the sweet yeah. spot. Yeah. No, I, I just want to play narrative games now, and that makes me a bad person. Well, that's no, what I want. I no, want I mean I do because shit. I've got Dota two, and like if I want something that's just going to be mechanical, yeah, I just play that. <laughs> that's such a good point. That's true though, because that's where my Nintendo love comes from. Nintendo's when I play a game, quote unquote, like Mario Zelda. That's my games. Whereas everything else is just wants like Last of Us or Mass One-offs, Effect yeah. and stuff like that. I like know? little experiences I can finish. Yeah, yeah because I totally agree. I mean, you know a lot of people like that the same way they'll play Call of Duty, and that's their game. Yeah, some people play League of Legends, Dota. You have your game. You want like a nibble, a nibble of something else. And that's why this year is sort of a bit video game wise. No, I don't know where that's coming from at the moment. So far, it's hugely disappointing. Yeah, 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 I, I found myself. From. I got quite excited about Shadows of Mordor. Yeah. But then it's like, well, it's, it is as much fun as it's going to be, I reckon. It is just Assassin's Creed in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, which is fine, but I, I just, I don't, I mean, I'd much rather it was a Lord of the Rings story based thing. I don't think it's going to be that. No. I think that's a shame. No, it definitely won't. I mean, they, they, it's. A ranger crossed with a wraith living outside yeah. Mordor. It, it's what's, not... what's bringing that this year? I don't think. I mean, the Last of Us DLC probably. Witcher Free. Depressing. Witcher Free. If it, if it does come out this week, you know what? This year. I really think that The Witcher 3 might do really well just because I think The Witcher 2 did all right, but a lot of people are still put off by the complexity. I think if they make a really solid. I, I, they're yeah. pushing it hard on console this time. I think as well, they're pushing I think, it hard. I think it could make the series for them like, in terms of I think making it, could it as well. mainstream. Because it's a, it's a new story. It has buzz as Open well. world. Yeah. And I think, I honestly think that people are going to be. This whole period of waiting for good games to come out of next gen, I think, is going to be a lot longer than people want. Mm. Because Oh, massively. I don't think we're going to get much to Lee 3. And that's announcements. So it's not coming out at the end of the year. It's coming out of next year. Yeah. So yeah, you've got a long. I mean, Watch Dogs will come out, which will. I'm not massively fussed about Watch Dogs, but I get that it is a next-gen... I think Watch Dogs is going to be really disappointing. I, I feeling... agree with you, but it's something that people are excited about. It's a victim of its own hype, I feel. I think it'll yes. sell really well, but yeah. I think it'll critically... It's been over. around too long. They have, at yeah. least, it has. they have slowed that down, thankfully. We haven't seen any more... Oh, they'll build that up trailers. again. <laughs> yeah, you know you'd be yeah. soft. <laughs> <laughs> Every weekly, couple of weeks. Every weekly emails. Hey, the new trailer about the guy's leg. Oh, man, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> sweet leg, man. <laughs> when, you, when you're releasing a trailer for the other leg. <laughs> Next week. That's what the email will say as well. Next week, Aiden's other leg. Oh, fuck. Uh, it's true. It's uh, true. Yeah, they do, they do love I that. love it. Although, South Park is coming out this year. Yeah, that and that'll be, be good. That, well, I suppose coming out this year. You know, but I mean, I think we're talking about like real system sellers here you know for yeah, me exactly. like, That's what I want. I something want, like yeah. really beefy and sky in the way that skyrim gets people excited of being like hey here's a fucking massive world to explore yeah, I mean, get on it but there's the fucking oh they're probably listening to this i don't care at least from wolfenstein like now wolfenstein here's the thing wolfenstein could tell it to be really good i don't know i played it for like an hour so i can't judge it but my worry is they're saying single player story that's what we're pushing nah, i'm not 100 convinced that's going to be you know Wolfenstein's never been a game about story. That's the thing. So it's been, are they called Huge Big Fish Dildo or something? Huge Big Fish Dildo. Is that the official name? Great dev, great dev. They did, um, oh, I just really shouldn't start talking things I have no education whatsoever. But, you know, they've always pushed story and stuff. But I just don't think you can do it in Wolfenstein. I don't think that's what people are 
really are. They just want to shoot things in it's the face. It's just bigger weapons and gore. Exactly. That's all you want. So that's Bethesda. I mean, they've got the Elder Scrolls online. I really wish that Activision handled Raven better. And just... What are they doing now? They did. I they don't know. Them. They're doing Call of Duty now, aren't they? I think oh. they're basically doing Call of Duty maps or something, or mm. Call of Duty games. <laughs> I don't know. To be honest, like Activision purposefully obfuscate uh, that whole process. Yeah. It fascinates me, because I just think, well, how does that work? Because they have like six studios working on it, and they'll never, no one will ever tell you who's doing what. Yeah. Um, because they want to keep that really vague. We've got to have Sledgehammer's game soon. Because Glenn Schofield is heading up their project. And I mean, I like, I'm saying this in a positive way. You know, he's not going to want to... I like take on yeah I do but he's not going to take, want to take on anyone else's work he'll want to make his own thing so they must have a Sledgehammer Games Call of Duty it really feels like consoles need something new in the way oh, that like definitely, man, you know yeah. like third person platformers were massive um, mm. 10 years ago and then they just disappeared forever and shooters took over didn't they shooters took yeah, over no, basically they're dead now well, no, they're, they're, they're not they're, dead but, but they're, they're, the creativity, creativity's gone it's Titanfall, could, Titanfall could spike it Titanfall up Titanfall could spike it up again and but, I think it will Yeah, and I mean that's the thing is in terms of new IPs you've got Titanfall um, a lot of new IPs have been fairly lackluster or just kind of a bit trite I mean Titanfall I think is going to be in terms of the execution I reckon it will be really innovative yep. but in terms of the ideas it's not no, no, I mean, no, yeah, I agree. robot jumpy men yeah, it's not Call of Duty 4 no no it's, it doesn't really it's not a game changer yep. it's just something no, that's going to be like really good really fucking yeah. good no I agree um, I don't know I'm just, I really want that to be and the thing is I kind of got excited about Shadows of Mordor but then I, about a day later I was like well yeah but actually it's, it's the most ridiculously by the numbers safe exactly. idea <laughs> exactly it'll be like, a video game I love the fact that they were like oh does it look like Assassin's Creed that's purely coincidence yeah. oh, wow you know what you know why what's Assassin's does? Creed oh, I haven't heard of this game as if they didn't sit in a meeting and somebody just literally PowerPoint yeah. went Boom. Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed <laughs> in, uh, in Lord of the Rings Assassin's and somebody Creed. just went yeah. here's right. a plate full Assassin's of money Assassin's Creed manages to sell 12 million every year as if I mean like it's just like fuck off I hate it when they just insult their intelligence to that level yeah <laughs> although like, just to be completely hypocritical obviously the new Batman game is going to come out this year and that's fine by is me. it? yeah well I'm confident that it is right. based on nothing wink <laughs> Um, but yeah, that, um, that's fine with me. Put I want Batman some new experiences. I, think... I, I agree with you, but I take Batman in anything. Yeah, yeah. I take Batman strip poker. I just think that's, what that's weird. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Because really MOBAs weird. are obviously you know like League of Legends is just we we're talking about earlier. It's like seventy, almost seventy million players a month now. And even like Dota 2 is obviously a fragment of that with <laughs> no 7 million. No one gives million. a shit, do they? I mean, they obviously do give a shit, but I mean, like, no one talks about it. Well, this it's is the ridiculous. thing. is It's like it's almost like a lot of the market from shooters has moved yeah, to I, the PC. Yeah. And, and a lot of the market from MMOs as well, I think. Yeah, um, yeah. But I think, I mean, like, MMO markets were never that big, so um, I think that it's, well, it's the, a lot of... I think it's in the same way that kids growing up, like, five, mm. ten years ago, were all playing shooters. Now they're all playing League of Legends. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But I kind of feel like, obviously, that doesn't work on consoles for various reasons. Um, but I'd really awesome nuts. <laughs> well, yeah, I love awesome yeah, no, nuts, but it hasn't really taken off, and I just sort of feel like the console needs something else. Yeah. Oh no, it, it totally does. I mean, the Xbox One and PS4 both feel very extensions of the last machine because they haven't done anything to, you know, isolate themselves. But it will come. It's just at the moment everyone's being very quiet. I mean, what the January and, and the, to... the Wii U's got the same problem as well. Like that, that yeah. we we need new IPs on that as well. Yeah, we just need um, new things. It's all right, we'll get there. We'll get there. Actually, finally on the PC, I have also been playing a game called Consortium, but I won't talk about that now because we're going to jump straight into questions. But I reviewed that, and the review should be probably going up this afternoon, and I've made a video as well. Well, I haven't made a video yet. I'm going to make a video after this, (laughs) Um, probably. Um, So, yeah, it's it's interesting, actually. If you're into PC games, it's basically a bit like a kind of very lo-fi Mass Effect sort of thing. It's got some fascinating ideas. It doesn't quite pull it off, but it's a very interesting game, and if you're just interested in that kind of genre then uh, I'd definitely come and have a look and check it out because you might be interested. Anyway, questions. Question time? 
Okay then, uh, we've got a question from Peter Blom who asks, is it Wednesday already? Well, yes. that would very much depend on when you're listening Oh, I wish this. it was Thursday. It is now. Oh, David, I got Friday on. off. What? It was Thursday. You I got Friday you, off? I told you that in the Monday meeting. Come on, Dave, oh, notes. Oh, man. <laughs> it's a four-day week for me. I Living thought you were off dream. on Monday as well. No, I'm here Monday. I thought you were out. Um... I'm at UFC in the morning, yeah. But yeah, you know. Well, now we know Simon's schedule. That's, that's fantastic. Brilliant. Glad we confirmed that. Um, let's, actually, here's a question for Simon, actually, from British Wolf, who asks... Yo, British Wolf. Which is Simon's favourite gift from the official Simon Miller's gift spread? No, no. Um, and if you'd like to find that, that's on the forums, and it's got a collection of... Uh, They're very good. Gifts, gifts, uh, whatever you want to call them. They're, they're I was browsing through them just Simon. last night. My favourite is the wiggly one before I go into the studio. Yeah, that's my favourite. Yeah, it's secretly the one I hate got, the most, that good a good wiggle one. there, yeah, I will say. I know. Top wiggle. Cyber Eagle 1X asks, with the Ratchet and Clank movie and now the Sly Cooper movie Oof. coming out, what video game movies would you like to see in the future? Gears of War. Would you actually? Yeah, with wrestlers. As well. <laughs> <laughs> you just com- you've just combined the, your, like, the two things you love in this world. You are it? a parody of yourself. Oh, yeah. I know. I'm you a actually are. of myself. I'm well aware of this. I've accepted it years ago. Years of war with wrestlers. Yeah, it'd be really good. Have you seen the guy called Batista? It looks just like Dom. He'd fit right in there. It'd be amazing. <laughs> well, what, do you, what do you want from this movie? Is Statham this... could be Marcus Phoenix. That would work. No, he could not. Bigger, no, he but... could not. Of course he can. Shave Statham is more complete. He's tiny in comparison. He's ripped. Just needs to get a bit bigger. I'll tell you what I'd like to see, and this would be a a series rather than a film. All right. It would be, I'd love it if they did like animated by DreamWorks or Pixar or whatever, Mm -hmm. did a Beyond Good and Evil animated series. Yeah, that That would be good. Because I love the story, I love the characters, and I'd like to see how that story unfolded. I would like to see what happened to Paige. Spoilers. Yeah, I know. I well, even else, but... see what happened with the whole. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, it was Honestly, a bit of a, a, of a cliffhanger. Unbelievable that game never got a sequel. Apparently, still never getting one. Who I know. I think it's almost like I don't like the fact that there's something sad at the moment about the fact that when people feel like they have to reboot franchises or carry on sequels, modern day, mm. they need to just have like modern day graphics. And mm. when they showed those teasers of it looking like, whoa, it's so good, I'd almost be happier if they did a thing where they just went. Almost by the numbers. Okay, well, let's get a small number of the original team together to make something that's graphically equivalent, like maybe a bit sharp around the edges. Well, the frame rate work, yeah, I'd like that. But yeah. something where it doesn't look amazing, yeah. but it's got a nice art style, yeah. and it's kind of lo-fi and uses similar systems, just so they can finish it off with a skeleton team, rather than being like, we need to invest 10 and million. This overblown thing, yeah. To, and no, then we need to get point. it back. Yeah. I wish that big publishers, because it seems like those games like the Banner Saga, is obviously those guys made um, Mass Effect, and it's like, but they then didn't try and recreate Mass Effect style aesthetics when they made their game. Mm. It seems like it's a shame that it takes um, studios, people to have to leave studios and make smaller things to ex- embrace kind of lo-fi yeah. visuals. Yeah. No, Whereas if publishers did it, then why not? Let's face it, Beyond Good 2, Evil 2 is not going to sell. No, <laughs> so just it would sell it like, small, yeah. to a niche number of people. Yeah, yeah. So why not just be like, well, we're not going to sell more than uh, like 50,000 copies, yeah. but then make it with that budget in mind. I agree. I think, and I'd be down with that. Yeah, I think you might make fun of me, but I'm, I'm kind of intrigued about the Warcraft movie. I, I've heard about it for so, so long. And I, what a Warcraft. I like... There we are. I, I, I want to play World Warcraft tonight. That was, that was <laughs> in, that extremely is. mature of you, David. Won't join my guild? <laughs> have so you ever, you've never played the game, have you? Um, I don't know. I kind of I like that. Oh, I kind of like the lore surrounding the universe. <laughs> 
It's never going to happen, Brads. They're never going to. They never. They will never ever get to the end. There's always problems with that thing. Directors drop out. Actors drop out. Are they filming out. it now? I thought they started yeah. filming it. Yeah, it won't come out. I think it will happen. Really? It's the guy who's doing it. Is like he's good. He's mm-hmm. the guy who did Moon and uh, Source Code. I like Moon. He's um, David Bowie. Now, now who's doing stupid voices? He's good. I like him. <laughs> he sometimes, <laughs> sometimes he. Uh, when we made that stupid. Some stupid XCOM videos. He, he retweeted them. Did he? Oh, oh there you go. That's my. That's, <laughs> that's how you how, how you and I praise yeah. this podcast. No, I just I don't know. There's there are certain people that I obviously really really respect, and it's always nice when like you see somebody oh, yeah, yeah. who you really respect connection and like, out of the blue. They're like, I oh, agree. I like this. Yeah. But um, yeah, he's wicked, and he's a big gamer, big fan. So hopefully, we well, I'll take it back. I hope yeah. do make it. I've, Good luck. I like the Warcraft story. Fuck you guys. Uh, moving on, Fucking we've got um, from KillTube Cameron, who asks... I've got to say, he's right about Warcraft. Warcraft okay. 3 has an amazing story. Yeah. It's fucking <laughs> Well, Warcraft's banana. kind of overdone it because it needed to just make uh, stuff yeah, up for it expansions. It kind of spoiled things, but... But up to Raffle Lich King, it's good. Um, yeah. We've got, do you think the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One should have been delayed till there were some better games for both systems? No, oh, no, because they, they sold they like the millions and they got all their money. Christmas now, launch, they? Yeah, I think it was probably the worst launch in a in a while. But who Do cares? You? Yeah, why? It's just boring, wasn't it? Uh, Dave, you're the only one in this room that is consistently playing next Xbox gen, one, next gen games. At the moment. Yeah, well, I was going to talk briefly about that earlier. Dead Rising, I finished earlier, and I, I wish Stephen W. Burns was in this room because I would shout at him. I I but, really don't like that game. Yeah, I agree. I think we, got we, well, me, Simon and I, I got I up like to the it. part where paper, you that... fight the sexualized police lady, and we were already kind of fed up with fighting. Yeah. On paper, um, that game is everything that Steve would hate. And I don't understand why he likes it so much, but fair enough, whatever. First, first couple hours really good fun. After that, yeah. I just mm. I totally agree. Anyway, totally agree. we're getting off topic. Yeah. Uh, next gen? No, I don't think it should be. Delayed. It was, I think I think it had a good enough from launch, a commercial point of view. It was the the first party stuff was a bit. Def- weak I, the board, of course, I think, we'd like to see better games on on both consoles at the moment, but no, it, it was the right time for them to launch it just mm. because they want the Christmas buzz, don't they? That's that's how it works. So yeah, I don't mind. Um, I think I'd be looking forward to it more when we have it and it will happen soon when it gets to the stage because at the moment everyone's like oh my god this quaint little game on PlayStation 4 what a lovely console and it's all like <laughs> these are games that came out last year on the PC and it's like I don't want to sound like ah oh, we played them first but when it gets to the stage where they're yeah. actually synced where it's like when a game comes out on Steam it comes out on the PlayStation 4 at the same day then I still love the appeal of being able to just sit back on a, pa- a couch with a controller and just yeah chill out but at the moment, it's all like, because well, I have Oct- been quite hot on the Steam stuff, it's all like, they're all games I've, I've played. Done it. Octodad much. comes out tomorrow. It does the, indeed. I, the only... Wait, on PC first, once again. That's like, what I mean. It's not yeah, going yeah, on PlayStation point, 4 yeah. until... And it will happen, but it's, it's, we're away off that, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. The only thing I would say about whole delay is not delay it for better games, but I think Microsoft has maybe dropped the ball a little bit with what you hear about their toolkits and stuff. Um, maybe they should have been a little bit better prepared. Because, I mean, you've got games like Tomb Raider coming out now that is just not performing yeah, very well on Xbox mm. One. It's um, consistently, I mean, this whole... March, I'd tell you, as soon as Titanfall launches... Well, that's the thing. Like, you're going to push a button and the Xbox One's going to become a real machine. And I don't I'd think say. it's too late to fix. I just think that some of the damage that's been done in a lot of people's minds will, will stay. Oh, yeah, in terms of, like, games you can get on both next-gen consoles, uh, are the ex- have the Xbox One... Has the Xbox One won any of those battles? Like, is there a game... What, multi-platform stuff? Yeah. No. And this is the thing, I think you said it best the other day, Dave, when it's like, there have been a lot of op-eds recently being like, 60 frames a second doesn't matter, what's the big deal, I don't mind 30 seconds, and lots of people have, like, lots of gamers have been getting really angry about that. And you know, usually I'd be the sort of person to do that and play devil's advocate and go, it doesn't really matter that Mm. much. And actually, sometimes I think that's kind of true. I don't think 30 frames a second makes games bad. And I played, like, I really like DMC, the Devil May Cry reboot, that was only 30 frames a second. It wasn't as fast as some other combat systems, but I thought the combat system was interesting. I had a great time with it. I didn't think it's a bad game because of it. 
but people like shrugging it off saying it doesn't matter right now. It's like Microsoft came out and said, oh, this is a little thing that doesn't matter. It's been it overblown. I think it said, does matter. Well, I think you said it's just like, oh, yeah, it's not a big deal. That it, yeah, yeah, yeah. The PlayStation 4 can render twice as fast. Yeah. That's the thing. If you drop 450 quid on a machine and then it says, oh, that one that's if 100 quid left. If Microsoft just brushes that off the shoulder, it's like, oh, that's a minor thing. Well, no. You're looking at it completely it's, wrong. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. And that's the thing is, I don't care about it on the specific game level. But some people do. That's if a developer thing, yeah. has made a game to run at 30 frames a second and they yeah, exactly, basically yeah. accounted for that. Hmm. And I felt like, even though DMC did eventually come out 60 frames a second on PC and it was better like hmm. that, if it's a restriction, you can't get around it and you're building the game with that in mind, it's fine. But when you've got a game that's coming out 60 frames a second on PC and it's only 30 frames a second on console, it, that is a big problem. Yeah. It's like a massive compromise. Nah, nah, the cloud mate. But that's been, the cloud. That's, we get to, it's, <laughs> that's, that's been the norm out. for years. That's been accepted in the last gen. Whereas this gen, when you've got differences between each console, major differences, that's another issue that, you know, Microsoft's never going to win. I don't know why they come out trying to defend it. Just accept it. Don't talk about it. Fix it for the future. Yeah, saying it's not a problem. Don't say yeah. it's not Because that makes it worse. So. It's true. And it's just the problem is, as, as, we, as we know, it may well be that optimization means that in a year, all this stuff is just looked back as a teething issues yeah. with the Xbox One. It yeah. probably will. I tell you, Mark, it doesn't. A button. It doesn't. I don't know. That will change problems with the whole UI being fucking wacky. Back but I think here. that's what they'll change. I think they'll sort the but no, UI but it out. Doesn't, stuff. It doesn't change the fact that the way that the hardware is. is oh, I see. Right. Yeah, yeah. In terms of the power they're able to get yeah. out of it, it seems like it's clearly harder to work with. The whole I mean, app, app switching thing has screwed the, the memory load and things like that. And I don't actually think that many people will... No. They'll probably look at their metrics and see not many people are switching between that many apps all that often. It all goes so back to what we said originally. They're trying to sell their vision of what they want an entertainment device to mm-hmm. be because it suits them. They want to own entertainment. Yeah. And the problem is most people dropping money on this thing on a games console mm. even the way that they make publishers refer to it in their press releases Xbox One the all-in-one home and entertainment system or something like that from Microsoft and it's like it's a video games console <laughs> get over yourself yeah but convergence uh, happens naturally I think you know mm. smartphones if somebody tried to release a phone years ago that was like oh it's an mp3 player it's got mm. a camera if somebody tried to like add everything that we've got in phones now to a phone like five years ago ten years ago probably mm. It wouldn't. It would have flopped because it's almost like if you try and force things, it doesn't work like that. Also, it would have been the size of a house. Yeah, it would have been. <laughs> but no, it's just that's you know, it's like my phone now does. It does my music. It does all sorts of stuff. But that's mm. something that's happened really gradually. It's naturally, yeah. yeah you just and also, I've had control over that. I think what I don't like most about this whole next gen entertainment solution thing is just the fact that it's like, hey, we give you everything you want in an enclosed way mm. under our terms. Mm. So simple stuff like the fact, yeah, you can stream stuff off your PC with an Xbox One, but you can't plug in a hard drive full of videos. Like, well, I admire the fact they want to try and move it on and move that stuff yeah, all no, together. Sure. But when it sacrifices some of the most important stuff to yeah. a lot of gamers, then it's a big problem. But yeah, we can well, talk about is, this for hours. Yeah, no, but is, uh, is. <laughs> but I guess that's and the we're problem. going to. Let's do a special sixty frames, thirty frames podcast. <laughs> Talk about it in detail. Yeah. Shoot, sorry. But no, it is an issue. And people have, people have shrugged it off as if to go... Yeah, they shouldn't overlook it. They need to sort it out rather than play it down because it's only going to damage them in the long run. <laughs> it's true. Really. Uh, I guess we'll go for a last question from Brett Claxton just because I, I just... Claxton, I, mate. I, I really Brett likes, Claxton. I really like saying his name. The Brett Claxton. Yeah. He has an amazing <laughs> name. And we say... I think he, he, we've answered like three or four of his questions. I think I've said that name before. because he has a great name. I'm sorry if I've forgotten his Brett Claxton, a, but I never will again. question now. You've got to build up, Brett. Okay. So uh, your conversation about reviewing uh, games last episode made me wonder what games do team members love and others hate and would you consider including perhaps a second opinion review on certain games? We would. 
would, but there's not enough time, depends. unfortunately. Otherwise, yeah. we would. I mean, I th- people don't have enough time. I to like play to the think same game. that we do that in uh, our video content in some respect because yeah, often, there's always yeah, like particularly you and I, Sam, when we do like the something for the weekend videos, <laughs> I introduce you to games that you <laughs> you don't always like <laughs> and a i nice do way of putting it no, that's yeah, true yeah, i think so that's true uh, i think the, the thing is if we had a team of like 30 we would definitely do yeah that. we would definitely yeah. do it, but we don't like we every, and everyone is very very busy everyone has specific jobs they have to do so there's just there's no way to say can you come play this 12 hour game to make sure that i'm right yeah like it just doesn't work so we would do it uh, and I think there's plenty of games that we all disagree on I, and stuff but that's the, without stupid what, like, bloody Ethan Cheese Hunt or whatever his name was that you were all getting well excited about Bratters I was, he sat me down like why don't you like it Dave because it's about fucking little mouse what? who <laughs> we never even chased what cheese that, Dave are okay. you taking drugs <laughs> what Dave is referring to is a game called Ethan uh, Meteor Hunter which we decided okay, Ethan Hunt's a guy from which, Mission Impossible he's not a mouse <laughs> which I decided we'd, we weren't putting the video up because I, the, the game was very good like it was it was one of those you loved like, it Bratters I think, I think sometimes with um, smaller games that haven't uh, that you may not have heard of I often think it's it's better for us to cover the games that we really like rather no, than totally saying here's agree. a game you haven't seen yeah, and this is why cool. we fucking hate well, it. Like, just just, sure as, just as we're here, my biggest so, problem... Screw you once again, Dave. Oh, it's only a joke, Brass. Calm down. No, no, I just like saying that. My no, biggest problem with the video game industry is that you're not allowed to have a different opinion. I mean, you're genuinely not. If you give a game a lower score than what they say a respected established outlet does you get called out like you don't know what you're talking about or you're corrupt or something ridiculous or if you like something then or, you're corrupt other way around yeah. it's the biggest problem with video games I know it happens in all in all media I'm sure it happens with films and books and music and stuff yeah, but it's, it's, it's just ridiculous but one you know to get to the point where you know Matt you can like game A and I say oh no I don't like it Matt and it becomes an intellectual conversation rather than oh you fucking idiot you know <laughs> it's something that I, I genuinely think <laughs> yeah you did uh, <laughs> but then you were talking about mouses and Ethan Hunt so I don't know what was going on there uh, and it's just you know that's my biggest problem it genuinely is my biggest problem with the game industry. it's weird because like with music reviews it'll be a given that a new album will come out and somebody will be like two and a half stars yeah it's pretty average yeah, and somebody five, five stars yeah, saying this is fucking yeah. amazing and, that's, uh, and someone that's, gives it one saying this is trash I'm not talking about you know the I mean disrespectfully but the, the, the commenters or anything like that that's always going to happen because yeah. people are aggressive in comments and that sparks you know the, the bad side of people it happens in the industry like talking to people you know, how could you give that game that score because I didn't like it because mm. my hands are different from your hands my brain is different from your brain you know it, it interacted with this in a, in a different way and people don't accept that and that's a shame I think reviews I, particularly are just I uh... Oh yeah, I totally agree. It's just it's such a weird system now that everyone feels uh, like there's always a fear of uh, even even going near five is just like it feels like such mm. such an intense decision to make to give a game a five out of ten. I know, Jesus, but that should be average. And, and it's like below five is a comedy score. Yeah. It's something where it's clearly so bad and broken that it's just like who gives a shit. Mm. At which point it's an irrelevant review anyway because no one's going to read it because yeah. nobody cares about that game in the first place. But then. It's just kind of broken. But then also the whole problem is that the only reason that it's weighted towards the top end is just because there is this uh, just uh, subtle pressure constantly because everybody knows that they matter so much to publishers and everyone knows that a really low review score can damage publishers and developers Mm. so much. Like with fucking New Vegas guys yeah, missing the, their bonus that's the crazy one for it? essentially a game full of bugs I don't know if I'd ever approach and, a review know. like that though well no you don't but obviously it, it's always in your mind whether or not you're consciously thinking about it you're aware that review scores have an impact on you things. are but I wouldn't actively give a game a higher score than I believed it was well, worth no, no, because I'm not, I'm not saying you would no 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 I know but it's, it's, it's the more to do with implicit choice I mean I'm getting I've been reading a lot of psychology again recently for reasons I'm not sure about because I studied psychology at university and I'm thinking a lot about kind of implicit and explicit thoughts and actions and it's just there's a whole merge of stuff 
But I think, as you say, it's not just that. It's the fact that it's just like a lot of people... Um, I think it's that combined with the fact that also if you give something a really low score and everyone else gives it a really high score, you are guaranteed yeah. to get a lot of shit for and you, it. Yeah, you'll be called wrong for it. I, and I, I still I, do it, but it's like, it, you shouldn't feel those pressures. That's what, I guess what we're getting to. Mm. I think it can be disheartening to see um, people react to a review that's different to their own opinion and think it lessens the game in some respect because you liked it and they didn't. Like, I, I, I find that argument really I think frustrating. The, big, the biggest one was probably Uncharted 3, 8 out of 10. Do we, talk, do we name names when it comes to things like that? Uh, well, there, was another, there was another website that gave Uncharted 3 out of 10 and it kicked off a big controversy. Oh, yeah, it was insane. It was like, and, uh, is it only, as if 8 out of 10 was the worst thing in the world. I think that's maybe a fair score for that game. No, it's, yeah, it was, uh, it was, I'd no, say it's, it's a point or two too high. Oh. oh. Hot zings. No, um, I think it brought, but that was also before the game had even come out. But that's what I mean. Is I'm not saying that there, I yeah. let these things influence me. Um, but at the same time, when you're choosing what score out of 10 to give to a video game based on how good it is, you shouldn't have to feel worried. No, you're at right. Yeah, all. I know no. what you mean. About no. backlash. Yeah, exactly. You do. And you, you, no, you do. I, there's been times in the past, and I haven't changed my score. I've just prepared myself yeah, for it. You have to. Where I put yeah. the score on it, and as I've done it, I'll say to someone, right, here happen. we go. Yeah. It was ridiculous. That's my opinion. A, it's my opinion. B, in the grand scheme of things, my opinion is, 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 is irrelevant, really. I mean, you know, sorry, my microwave was not in front of me. My microwave, <laughs> my microphone was not in front of me. Um, you know, you, you shouldn't feel like that, but unfortunately, that's, you know, that's where we find you shouldn't. ourselves. And I remember having conversations with my old editor of OXM when I'd like put a review or score on something, yeah. and it would be like we were preparing to go on a suicide mission or something sometimes. Yeah. I'd, I'd send it over to him, and he'd read it, and he'd say, are you sure about the score? Yeah, yeah. And I'd say, yeah, yep. I'm sure about the score. <laughs> and you do it. You and you just go with it. Yeah. Okay. Just, and then yeah, we're exactly. both sitting there going, this is going to be hell. And it's either going to be hell because you know that fans are going to fucking castrate yep. you and say that you're bent and corrupt and evil, mm-hmm. or you know that the publisher's going to be calling up and saying, what the fuck, yeah. and being angry. And, that's, and that is where the whole nonsense about your integrity comes in. Because if you change your score because of that, then you do have to look at yourself in the yeah, mirror and say, what have you done? But I don't know anyone that does that. No. I know everyone I know always goes forward with the score. But you, you know, that's, it's not, you don't do it because of the way you do it from experience that's why you're at like that because you know it's happened before but you know that's what sucks you know most about this job that's what yeah, sucks totally most agree. about this job is the fact you don't get paid very well to do it because so many people want to do it because reviewing games Video is a dream games. job yeah. but then people when you do it you, for it you get hated for it and it's very rare that you actually get people saying I love your reviews I love mm. what you do and you do get someone every now and then saying really love what you do but the sheer quantity of vitriol and uh, accusations you get from Every mm. angle, yeah, it's ridiculous. both the industry and, and, and fans, for simply doing what you are like being paid not a lot of money to do. That's the thing. I don't. I genuinely, I'm not saying this. You know, I genuinely don't know anybody that doesn't. You know, go with their guts and their instincts and what they believe. No. I don't. And I know quite a lot of people in the industry, and I know no one that's ever done that. And yet everyone has this, oh no, I mean, it's ridiculous. And I don't want to, you know, it's obviously it's one of these things where it's like, oh, small violin, sad songs and all that stuff, poor you. you know, but it is, it really sucks. And I don't know, I know, to be honest, a lot of people I know in the industry at the moment, a lot of the best people in the industry are kind of considering leaving. Yeah, yeah. Because, and I guess it's a cycle that will always continue. You have but I mean, genuinely talented people going, fuck this. I mean, small violins and stuff, and obviously there's bigger problems in the world, but problems are relative. Within the yeah, video games industry, that's a problem. I mean, it is a problem that it needs is. to be fixed. So you can play your small violin, but... It's just, nice. it's just one of those things. It's, it's just like, nice it's and bizarre. music. People are, like, people are like, oh, it must be amazing to get paid to review games. It's like, yeah, you don't get paid much and nobody likes you. Nobody mm. thanks you for it. Yeah, 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 you know, there are ups and downs and that is definitely yeah. one of the downs. It's not so much that people don't thank you for it, it's that you regularly get attacked for it. Yeah, called that word. <laughs> I don't mind not being C. thanked. It's more, yeah, it's more just yeah, having people sending yeah. you death threats and yeah. stuff. I always enjoy them. 
because you enjoyed Devil May Cry. I know. How Fuck dare you? you, guys. Fuck you, you twat. Fuck you. <laughs> anyway, um, so, so like, before, before we move on from this question, I just want to yeah. test one thing on, on you. Uh, this is the idea of um, having different opinions on games within the office. What do you think when I say the words I'm not gonna say. Europa Universalis 4? <laughs> I think to myself, where's the nearest bridge? Because I'll jump as a contrast, is, I've got an erection. <laughs> it is, yeah, it's one of, one of the best games from last year. So that's a really I'm good example. I'm glad you enjoyed it, Christopher Brett. What a mature response. It's beautiful. Well, it's beautiful. But finally, before we go, we have one last thing. Sorry, this has been a, a lengthier podcast than usual. I apologize for that. But here we go. Miller Instinct. That's yeah, right. Be. We're back with Miller Instinct. And I'm uh, back. Which we haven't done for a few weeks because... Well, I haven't been here for two weeks. You haven't been then here. we forgot the one before that. <laughs> <laughs> Classic video gamer. So it isn't dead. We no. just forgot. Yeah, I'm back. I'm He's ready. Back. I'm a little scared, a little nervous. Got the fear. But, you know, let's go ahead. Let's plow ahead. Let's see what I get asked today on Miller Instinct. Uh, on Dave's recommendation, I'm going to pick a, a question that makes us all feel a little bit awkward. Oh. So... Oh, no, this is too, too, too awkward. No, just do it. No, just do it. Just do it. Come okay, on. Done. Get it done. Matt... Chris and Dave, snog Mario Void. <laughs> Go on. Oh man. Oh, I'm uncomfortable. Come on, it's been uh, really quick. I'm uncomfortable. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> off, uh, this is why did I do? Get this? off Simon's lap. Oh, gee, this is the worst one yet. Hey, big uh, guy. <laughs> come on, clock's ticking. Okay. This is Miller Instinct. I would marry Dave. Really? I would snog Matt and I'd avoid Brett. (laughs) Hey! That that works. I think you went with that answer because you're about to probably move in with Brett and you want to make sure that he doesn't think you want to snog or marry him when actually you want to do both. I I did not enjoy that. That was not fun. I can see you're really embarrassed. Yeah, I've gone a bit red. And that was... um, A slightly longer than usual episode of the Video Gamer UK podcast. If anyone does want to marry me, then please write in. Answers <laughs> oh, <God. What? laughs> on a postcard. That's the saddest thing I've ever heard. Dave's actually, back to leaving the podcast actually, with the most depressing this, this always entertains me. If you want to draw a picture of Dave marrying a video game character, just put that on the forum. That'll entertain me at some point in the next couple of weeks. So yeah, yeah, you're more than welcome it, yeah. to do that. Be, oh, that, actually, yeah. crap. Uh, there is, there's a podcast competition running until next week. Um, it's on the forums as well. You can win a video game of your choice all you need to do is design a next gen game because we haven't got any to play yes so um, you can do that and you can win a game of your choice yeah which is pretty good right thanks Up to shop2.net and also if you just Them post on the forum you can also vote for your member of the month except we've done this every week yeah. Yeah. if you've only just started listening to the podcast then I'm sorry this is rude but I'm not going to repeat it again <laughs> anyway um, thank you very much for joining us my name is Matt Lees and this is my second to last week my next week will be my last podcast with your game in UK son. so suck it up baby I'm joined by Chris Bratt hello my name is Chris Bratt um, Simon Miller in darkness the sun brings light and uh, Ty Bride Dave Scammell my girlfriend is going to be so disappointed in me <laughs> just in general just in general nothing new there <laughs> thanks very much for listening bye <laughs> 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 <laughs>